Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Slightly dodgy singing, but good sentiments. And you're listening to Keep Left, the program of the Victorian Labor College. And, of course, we will be discussing quite a lot of politics, so don't, don't think it's going to be just an hour of us begging for money, although uh, there'll be that involved, no question. Um, I don't know what the answer to that is. Uh, we've received some donations already. Uh, I probably don't need to tell you about 3CR, but just in case you need reminding... 3CR is an absolutely unique community radio station. We represent the people without a voice. We represent the people who don't have a say in the running of this society. Pensioners, trade unionists, environmentalists, Aboriginals, uh, Aboriginals, uh, environmentalists, women, gays, uh, transsexuals. Any, any group that you can think of that doesn't have a voice and is regularly abused in the mass media, they're a 3CR. And the people who run the programs are people who are actively involved in these struggles. And so you're getting it, your information straight from the front line. And this program, I think, is the, this program, Keep Left, is the only Marxist program in Australia. And uh, we've been going for 23 years giving you a Marxist analysis of the events. And uh, we've been spot on, of course, of course. <laughs> so it's your chance to support us, just as this program has supported you for the last 23 years. The number to ring is 94198377, 94198377. Remember, if you don't have 3CR, you're stuck with the commercial channels and you say, oh, why should I have to pay to, to hear... To hear radio. Well, you already pay for the commercial stuff through the crap that you that, that they try and flog you. And it's pointless relying on the ABC because they are completely domesticated, completely timed. Their idea of balance is a right winger balanced with an extreme right winger. <laughs> this is the only genuine alternative 3CR. Get on the phone, 9419 And I must firstly acknowledge some very generous donations from you guys. There's Anonymous from uh, Chelsea, $15. Thank you very much. Uh, Declan from Parkville has given $40. Thank you, Declan. Terry Bosley has given 165 Thank you very much, Terry. Terry happens to be the president of the Labor College, so it's quite fitting that he's... Uh, although he's a, a poor man like all of us. 165 from Terry. Thank you, Terry. Bob Brooks gave 20 bucks from Yarra Junction. Les Courtney... A former Labor College board member gave $20. Fia gave $50 from Frankston. Elizabeth from Tullamarine, $25. Thank you, Fia and Elizabeth. Keith gave $5 from Viewbank. You can give what you, support, what you can afford. We don't discriminate on that. Any amount you can afford is gratefully received. Uh, Eric Pearson has given $100. Thank you a lot, Eric. That's fantastic. Liz Ryan has given 30 Thank you, Liz. We know Liz. Spiros from Williamstown has given $50. And Bruce Taylor has given $250. I know, I know Bruce, and Bruce has been a supporter of the working class for 50 years. And he's given $250. And we've got Margaret Chapman has given $10 from Coyden. Thank you, Marg. Uh, David Kenyon has given $15. 
and Mark Manchi has given $10. Well, that's fantastic. Now, I would hope that all the people who've called up during the course of the year to this program are going to donate, because that's the only way you're going to ensure that it will continue. And look, life without 3CR, what would it be like? It would be Abbott City. It would be repulsive. This is your one voice of... Uh, it's a, the san- part on the dial that's marked sanity. And if you don't have that, you're listening to the insane crap of the ruling class in this country. All right, now we'll start talking about various issues, but you... Your job is to keep this program on the air on 94198377. And we've got some lovely people, 3CR workers, waiting there gratefully to receive your calls. So, um, first, I thought I might start with a comment. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I should introduce who's in the studio. How <laughs> amazingly crass and rude of me. We're listening to, you'll be listening to Kim. Hi, everyone. Kim Doyle. And John, John Lafferty. Morning, everybody. Morning, Chris. Morning, Kim. Um, well, I thought I just should make a political comment about the uh, opposition in Europe to the war drive against Russia. Now, Russia's attempting, uh, America is attempting to dominate the world in two major quarters, in the Ukraine and, of course, in the South China Sea. But they've published a poll showing that there was broad opposition in Europe to a, native, a NATO war on Russia. Now, they formulated the poll in a way to make it, uh, to get, try and get support for uh, an attack on Russia. The poll questionnaire didn't raise the fact that Russia and NATO have nuclear weapons or inquire about the respondents' willingness to, to undertake nuclear war. So that option was kept off the table, though it's a real one. The main question on war was whether NATO should fight a defensive war against Russia if Russia, quote, got into a serious military conflict with one of its neighbouring countries. Mm-hmm. 58% of Germans... Against. Against. That's 53 of French, I've against. Seen, I've seen higher than that. 51 percentage of Italians opposed fighting even a defensive war with Russia. Yeah, that was the word that really hit me. They're not even for a defensive war. Which that's that's shows right. How out- it shows just how detached the leaders are in all these capitalist countries from the feelings and aspirations of the people. Uh, and NATO is not playing, of course, uh, a defensive role in the Ukraine, which is not a member state. The Ukrainian crisis erupted after the Europeans and the Europeans backed a fascist-led coup against a pro-Russian government in Kiev, bringing to power an ultra-right regime that launched a civil war against the pro-Russian areas of eastern Ukraine. With the US and the Russian military forces on a heightened alert, uh, the world stands on the verge of a catastrophic war. Asked about NATO arming the Kiev regime against Russia, okay, that's how we're going to arm these, the fascists to fight, take on the Russians, a policy being pushed by the Obama administration. Majorities or pluralities oppose the measure in every European country except Poland where 50% only supported arming Kiev. 77% of Germans opposed NATO arming Kiev. Only 19% supported it. The poll found 65% opposition versus 22% support in Italy, 66 versus 25 in Spain, 59 versus 40% in France, and 45 versus 42%. And this is in a situation where they are conducting mass anti-Russian propaganda, and still they are failing miserably to get popular support. 
you talk about something. <laughs> well, I was going to I was going <clears> to <throat> talk about the G seven, which is kind of kind of related. Mm-hmm. Um, but people um, may have heard a bit of coverage. Well, for a start, um, the G7 is happening in Bavaria. Uh, Germany's hosting this year. People may remember that it used to be called the G8. G8, that's right. But um, someone was naughty and got oh. kicked out. Um, but um, uh, the way that the media was reporting it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, things like oh, introducing it as, you know, where Barack Obama has beer for breakfast. Mm. And also some terrible, terrible puns um, by one journalist who reported that the hills are alive with the sound of diplomacy. This is stereotypical. Uh, well, it's a form of racism, really, isn't it? All Obama seemed to speak about was having beer, beer, beer and beer. I mean, God almighty. Well, they, is, they Bavaria is reduced to beer. Yeah, well, they, assume, they assume common people, which mm. is what we are. Yeah. You, you more common than most. You'd, um, you'd, you'd have to be drinking <laughs> beer, an awful lot of it, to be listening to. Anything. Well, they think that yeah. they think our simpletons. All we think about is beer and footy. Hmm. We're morons. We can't see see the lies that they're telling us. Well, possibly this is a way of trying to be relatable, but um, I think you know this is another reason that you should donate to Three CR because, aside from John, we tend to avoid. Terrible puns. Sorry, John. <laughs> but at least our puns... <laughs> some, some of my heads, sorry. <laughs> but at least our pun, your good. puns are accurate um, because, yeah. as you may have noticed, um, The Sound of Music took place in Austria, <coughs> not in Austria, Austria, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was a lovely music, but dreadful politics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the ruling yeah. class fighting against the Nazis. Yeah, that's, yeah that's right. That's but right. The, the G7 includes um, Germany, the US, France... UK, Canada, Italy and Japan, and definitely not Russia, although Russia was on the agenda. And the situation in Ukraine was, I think, largely one of the things that uh, dominated, as well as uh, maybe phasing out fossil fuels by the end of the century, because, you know, that's not urgent at all. No, not at all. And I think they also talked about ending poverty from inside a castle. Yes, yes, yes. They're going to end poverty for us. They did that back in 2006, uh, 2005. Well, Bob Hawke abolished poverty for children in 1990. No, no, no. He he said he was going to abolish poverty by 1990. In the 1980s, he said that. Oh, right. That's right. right. that, That was a pledge, and he did it with that really serious face. Oh. Yes, yes. Oh, he's the biggest hypocrite Well, born. they spent, this is the figure that I heard from the television, um, $150 million on this conference, um, which... To end poverty. Uh, yeah. To end poverty. <laughs> to, to drink beer, to hang out in a castle, to <laughs> dance in the Bavarian hills. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I could do all that much cheaper. I, 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 I think so about, you should fund me. I think Obama actually mentioned Lederhosen, and of course he pronounced, pronounced it wrong. Imagine if uh, a German had gone to America and spoken about Kentucky Fried Chicken and, and black people in America. Can you imagine this? Little role reversal Yes, there. yes, that's it right. It was just full of stereotypical stuff. It was pro-beer and anti-Russian. Ridiculous. Well, right, I saw yes, this speech yes, and yes, I turned yes. off after about 20 seconds. I was going to speak about the new WorkSafe ad. And uh, for those of us who haven't seen the workplace WhatsApp ad, and I only briefly saw it and it was enough to turn my stomach, I'll just give you the picture so you can imagine a worker and the worker's been all sick and the worker's coming out of the doctor's office. So, mm. yeah, okay, so the worker's been all sick and he's coming out of the doctor's office and it goes like this. When the dog says you can get back, 
and the boss helps you get back, then you know you're good to get back, because there's nothing like getting back. There's nothing like getting back. There's nothing like getting back for getting better. <sighs> Meanwhile, well, I mean, workers invent these illnesses. They yeah. pretend to be ill just to avoid work. And workers don't actually know when they're ready to get back. And their wife doesn't know, and their workmates don't know. It, the, the wife and the workmates are in the advert, but they get no actual say in the matter. They're reduced to kissing and backslapping one another. Right, right. How patronising is this, John? Well, that's a wonderful cure for cancer. So if, if you ever think that you're sick, if you ever think you can't walk... Just watch the advert. Or if, if you ever think that you are ready to go back to work, you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> right? And this Until you have spoken to... A doctor, or one of these people Particularly called well employed by the, the boss, <laughs> yeah. the boss who who's tells a, people who's what an to expert do. on medical affairs as well. Well, he's, he's a boss. He's an expert on telling people what to do and think and even feel yes. feel their and own pain. So, so there you go. That's the, the new what's hmm? Um And so is the mainstream media, which is this kind of rubbish that you get in about you know um, about everything is your fault if you have some sort of accident in the workplace. I mean, it's the kind of nonsense that you know we here at Three CR and Keep Left trying to push against. Um, so just on that vein, um, please uh, keep the donations coming in. Oh yes. And I have an announcement. Um, we've had a donation from Alan Lender of fifteen dollars, uh, which. Um, it's a fantastic contribution, so anything you can contribute would be wonderful. Absolutely. The numbers are ringing and the phones are quiet at this point. And despair hasn't quite set in, but it's on the way on 94198377. Please, to keep this program and 3CR on the air, we will be having talk back at 10.30, but on a purely cash basis. Right? You ring up. You're going to be donating, aren't you? And then we'll, we'll let you have your say. Just for today. Oh, they can have their say today? They can have their say today, but uh, with, with a bit of cash back up here, all right? Because yeah, you've got to do your bit to too. keep this. What's that? We want our cash for comment, too. We want our cash for comment. I'm, this we're... is why we don't like it, Chris, Think because of... you see, this seems like the way the capitalists run. Yeah, well, no, so we you can day, speak. I'm the Darren Hinch of 3CR, so uh, <laughs> if you want to make comment, you've got to pay. All right, 9419. Every other week, you don't have to pay anything. 94198377. Well, Tony Abbott and his supporters have vowed to proceed with un- the unprecedented plan to stop individuals, even if they're Australian born, have stripped their citizenship purely on the basis of a ministerial determination. So you've got some government minister who says you're a terrorist. Well, you are a terrorist. Cancelling a person's citizenship will not only abolish their basic and political rights, such as voting, travel, health access and and welfare, it'll also render them liable to be deported or detained indefinitely without trial, as they already do with asylum seekers and other non-citizens. Abbott last week denied leaked accounts of a cabinet split on revoking Australian citizenship of people who were born in the country have had no other citizenship. You would think... In the Westminster system, of which the Liberals appear to know bugger all, that a trial would be necessary, that some judicial determination of what they're alleging. But no, the creeps, the creeps in the Liberal government can determine that you're a terrorist. No appeal. You don't even know why they say it. And ultimately, they can deport you. Uh, the discussion paper issued for this consultation insists that citizenship is an extraordinary privilege, which can be taken away by the government 
rather than a fundamental right that goes to the very core of democracy. To qualify for the citizenship, according to this discussion paper, a person must adhere, and listen to this, it probably includes you, you must adhere to core Australian values. What the hell are they? Uh, Racism, perhaps, homophobia, uh, anti-worker sentiment. They're Australian values as far as I can see. Uh, And accept wartime military obligations. It proclaims all Australians are responsible for respecting and protecting a country and must be prepared to defend Australia should the need arise. So conscientious objectors during the Vietnam War, think about another country. Mm. Think about another country. Well, they were thinking about communist Russia, weren't they? Well, except it wasn't communist, but nevertheless, Star Wars Russia. That's what we're told. These requirements about what makes a good Australian would effectively prohibit opposition to war and militarism. And even during the last two world wars, no power to revoke citizenship were proposed. Although socialists and anti-war leaders were framed up and jailed, and people of German, Irish or Japanese descent were interned without trial. But they didn't take the citizenship. And now, on the word of Dutton, or Abbott, who is uh, something else again, you can lose your citizenship. Outrageous. Outrageous. Call up people, 94198377, The phones are quiet. There's people standing around looking absolutely depressed at the <laughs> lack of money coming in. In fact, a couple of them burst out crying. So in order to stop this, 94198377, please, any amount you can afford, it'll be great. We'll probably have our citizenship revoked at some stage. You That's know. right. Uh, ring up now before I'm your okay. citizenship I'm a, I'm a, revoked. <laughs> You've got a- I'm a dual citizen. Okay, so the FIFA corruption scandal continues unabated. And this week, Germany's Desite newspaper claimed that in 2000, the then-Chancellor Gerhard Schröder, Gerhard Schröder of the Social Democrat Party, he organised to lift an arms embargo on Saudi Arabia. Hello? Yes, yes, yes. This was in order to secure the Saudi vote for Germany to host the 2006 World Cup. The Saudis had previously indicated they would vote for Morocco, but their vote helped Germany to win by 12 to 11. Subsequently, the arms embargo was lifted and arms were sold to the Arab Kingdom, which included rocket-propelled grenades, as if Saudi Arabia needs that. According to the International Institute for Strategic Studies of 2014, Saudi Arabia is the third biggest spender on military weapons in the world. Now, some estimates still put Russia in third place. It depends on rates of exchange, so it depends which one you go with. But the Saudis are either in third or fourth place, depending on which one you believe. Of course, the United States is way ahead, dwarfing China in second place by more than five times. This is the FIFA corruption scandal I'm speaking about. Some people are turning off. Some people think this is about football, just about sport, and therefore not important. I think these words should convince you that this is very important. In why? Because I've just said that. (laughs) In 2000, Gerhard Schroeder's government organised to lift an arms embargo on Saudi Arabia. It has been alleged and sold weapons to Saudi Arabia subsequently in order to get the vote for Germany 2006 World Cup. Yeah. So in 2011... And just wondering if these weapons are ever used. In 2011, the Saudis invaded Bahrain. This year, they attacked Yemen. 
The Saudis are quite an aggressive military force in the world at the moment, so we've got to pay attention to some of this stuff and what can be done in order to secure a World Cup horse, Damon. Right, right, well... I just want to say something quickly about the mainstream media. Um, I mean, because people probably know, but in Australia we are completely dominated by three news organisations. Um, well, you know, News as Limited... As many as that. Yeah, only that many. Um, and they hold approximately 98% of the media sector. Um, and actually, Malcolm Turnbull is looking to relax the laws on media ownership, so things are only going to get worse. So it's incredibly important, I think, that people ring in to keep um, 3CR and keep left um, on the air. Um, and the number that you can ring um, is 9419 8377. That's it, 9419 8377. Well said, Kim, absolutely true. Um, ring up. Uh, 3CR is the only independent voice for the working class, for the oppressed, for the poor, the pensioners, environmentalists, Aborigine, working people, trade unionists, environmentalists, anybody with a conscience and anybody with a scintilla of decency who's not a member of the ruling class. Uh, yes, and would you like to hear what the mainstream media has been saying about Alan Bond? Oh, oh Alan, our friend, yeah. okay. yes. man of the people. Well, they've been describing him, um, and this is pretty blanket, um, as controversial, mm. larger than life, mm-hmm. a hero and a villain, and colourful. Um, but in reality, we know that he was actually a total scumbag and probably the biggest fraudster in Australian history. Um, so, as people may have heard, um, Alan Bond uh, died last Friday, probably. It, it, a was, rep- of it was reported about an hour after, after we, we got went off the air. <laughs> I think he's having his funeral around about now. Um, so, we still managed to so get him. So, we won't in. be able to make it, you think? No, no. no. I think it's, at a, it's possibly at a. It's somewhere too fancy. They definitely wouldn't let you in, Chris. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. <laughs> cathedral, is it? Is yeah, it a cathedral? yeah. It's at a. Um, oh, what is it called? What um, was he? What denomination was he? It sounds. Um, I think sounds I know, Catholic. Actually. Yes, he was Catholic. Yeah. Was he right? Cathedral. Right. It's right, in a basilica right. or something. That's called a basilica. <laughs> it's in Rome. <laughs> right. 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 No. Well, he's probably a bit old to be kitty fiddled with, but there we are. Uh, we're talking about Alan Bond. All right, now we've got some callers come in and please continue this uh, little flood that's happening on 94198377, Any amount, whatever you can afford, will be enormously gratefully received and will help to keep this program on the air and 3CR on the air. I'd um, li- just sorry? A, oh, sorry, did you know that um, Alan Bond actually rebuilt his fortune? Well, yeah, he, yeah. he was uh, as they often do because they don't find as much as they actually well, have, still got the and context. they still have their contacts, mm-hmm. and it's who you know, not what you know. Exactly. So in two thousand and eight, um, he actually ended up being among the um, yes. two hundred wealthiest people in Australia. That's right. Um, and in twenty thirteen, um, he joined with Bob Hawke oh, um, and John Bertrand um, at celebrations to commemorate the thirtieth anniversary of Australia's second American uh, America's Cup. 
And he was actually asked once um, if it was possible to be a corporate criminal and a national hero, and he <laughs> said it seems to be so, doesn't it? It seems to be so, I think one's it? a necessary pre-qualification, don't you think? Yeah. And For Bob, once we agree with him. Bob Hawke was absolutely gushing, and it was really vomit-inducing last week, referring to his little mate Alan and how great it was that Australia won the America's Cup in 1983. This was pure ego. Oh, I mean, aside from the fact that, yeah, America had had this cup for 120 plus year and Australia getting it was somewhat of an achievement whatever in this in this rich man's game well yes but yes. um so you won't be it, running your yacht this year I, I'm trying to get one <laughs> I'm sticking to the bathtub for the moment though we've but just, um, um we've had some more donations from some of our lovely callers um one from George um who has left us a message saying great show thank you thank you George he has donated forty dollars thank you very much Good on you, George. Alan, Alan has, Alan Lander has donated us 15. Thank you, Alan. Ruth Martin, whom we managed to grievously offend on a previous show, has very generously responded, very generously responded and sent us $50. Thank Thank you, you, Ruth. Thanks for that, Ruth. You're a a champ. We're on your (laughs) side. Uh, and yes, I mean, the, the way Bob Hawke was speaking, I mean, it was pure ego. It was 1983, his government has just been elected, and Bourne's victory was just. Well, a it, bit was more. it was Hawkey's victory too. Well, well, yes, this is what he was saying. Seventy-five percent, he was. Marion, who presumably won't be collecting any pay this week, has donated thirty dollars. Look, Marion is the manager of the station. She works like a slave. She gets paid bugger all, and she can afford thirty bucks. You can do what Marion did on nine four one nine eight three double seven. Any amount, it's gratefully received. Nine four one nine eight three double seven. So Marion's donated thirty dollars, and Cheng Lim. Uh, of West Brunswick has donated thirty dollars. Thank you, Chen. That's that's lovely. It's very much appreciated. I was going to say a couple of things about death cults, not too much, but a lot of people don't seem to like the fact that Tony Abbott uses the expression death cult when he's referring to ISIS, ISIL, or whatever you want to call these idiots. I quite like the term death cults, but perhaps Tony, if he thinks back to maybe his more ideological friends, people such as the Spanish Valange during the Spanish Civil War. They had a slogan which was Viva la muerte, long live death. An obvious contradiction to live death. Yes. But clearly this would be what a death well, cult would be about. Well, when you intend on murdering vast numbers of people, that's probably an appropriate slogan. The thing is that the Spanish Falange, this is uh, Franco's people, and they ended up winning power, and he was in power for 40 years. Uh, they actually invoked the memory of the Crusades. When they really? were going, yeah, when they were going into battle, and in their propaganda, they invoked the memory of the Crusades. But it was against communists, against republicans, and against liberals too, but mainly communists, socialists, and unionists. Now, the people of today, the main people of today who are fighting against ISIS and ISIL, or whatever you want to call them, are the Kurdistan Workers' Party (PKK), and they've been fighting them for quite a while. I like this quote from one of the women fighters. And they, these guys, they don't like fighting women fighters. Well, especially they don't get don't their like, 72 versions. No, if they, get, if they get wounded, especially if they get killed, they are shamed. They're yes, shamed. And yes. dying is one thing. Well, but you shame imagine is one. the humiliation. Yeah, <laughs> after death. But that's a death quote, you see. <laughs> I like her quote. And her quote was, they are fighting to die, but we are fighting to live. Yes, yes, yes. Well, there was a um, um, Four Corners program on that, yeah. and the Kurdish women remarked that uh, the ISIS actually run away run from away. women fighters <laughs> <That's> because, <right. laughs> because they don't want to blow their chance at the 72 That's versions. Right. Yes. I, I must say. 
They're a little bit patriarchal. Where do they get think. these 72 virgins from? And is that a reward for living a good uh, moral life, right to your life? And your fate is to be wife number 71 mm. of some hairy uh, Muslim fanatic? Mm. Does that sound like a reward in heaven for you? I think so as well. A lot of this is, I suppose, just ideology because ISIS does actually want to establish a state. Like they do have political well, They say goals. they are a state. Yeah. They say they are a state. That's yeah. what, that's what the, the world's man. Well, you've got to be aspirational, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, the other you thing... You think Tony Abbott and they would like them, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> the aspirational middle class. Please, 94198377 to donate to 3CR's uh, Radiothon and in particular to keep this program on the air. Every program has a total and really the viability of your program depends. It's not a direct correlation. But the viability of your program depends on what you can raise. Now, talking about poverty, which is what we talk about a lot. Joe Hawker? Oh, I see. Uh, I've got to get car keys. Um, you want to We're talk about, speak about Joe Hawker? Yeah, yeah, speaking about Joe Hawker, uh, about poverty, sorry. Mm. Uh, and Joe Hawker this week, well, he's really gone up in my estimation. I didn't realise he was a Pink Floyd fan. Oh, I thought you were talking about the get a good job. Get good a good, good job idea. with more pay in your... Okay. okay. Yeah, you know. I'm not singing. <laughs> so um, he's advising first home home buyers if they are struggling to get into the property market. That's all they have to do. And I was thinking, yeah, the federal treasurer's job might be one to uh, aim for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe do you reckon if I just rang him up and said that I was interested in getting a house and that I wanted a good paying job... 300000 a year, I think, would do me. If you bedazzled him with your economic knowledge, which is a lot better than mine, I'd say he'd it's probably, probably a lot... probably revoke my citizenship. <laughs> probably a lot better. Than him. He'd speak to Mr Dutton about that. But that's Joe Hawkey, and um, have you got anything else? Um, Nothing about Bill Sean? What's he been up to? Oh, yeah. I've, have, have people been following the scandal with the... Um, Bosses Union? Yeah, apparently. At AWU, Australia's Boss Union. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what it stands for. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but it looks like they've um, been doing deals with the bosses to get more membership, hmm. but not actually um, fighting for the... By not actually fighting for the conditions of the workers and doing that, a deal with the bosses. Yeah, that's hard work, that. Yeah, and it doesn't really get you all the money you require, and it doesn't get you all the power which somebody like Bill Shorten might want. Exactly. Um, I think because what exactly they seem to be accused of is that um, they've got done a deal with the bosses to basically get the bosses to sign up members mm. and to pay for their membership. The union membership? That seems to be... Um, God. Yeah. Certainly a novel way of approaching things, isn't it? Yes, but as you say, it gets you more influence in something like the Labour Party. Yeah. Uh, so like you're saying, I suppose it's all about the political aspirations of people like Bill Shorten and the other social climbers. Bill Shorten cannot be accused of not being ambitious. I mean, from for quite a while back, he has had his eye on the prize, and it would seem to me that he'll do just about anything in order to get right up there and to get in that. I think it's the Prime Minister's job he's after. Oh, you think so? I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> he's a grub. I don't really care for him too right, much myself. Okay, we'll and who's so, the other grub that um, the AWU produced? I've forgotten his name. Uh, Paul House. Yeah, yeah, so they've the got rat. quite a list of, of rats and grubs that they've produced. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.